Hey guys, welcome to episode 80 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the siren, Sarah Marie Taylor. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by the siren, Sarah Marie Taylor. So how are you doing today? I am good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. Me too. Thank you for having me on. Well, firstly, how have you stayed occupied with this quarantine in Scotland, you know, besides being a mother and all that? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) It's been up and down. (laughs) Being um, locked up for several months with a four-year-old has been challenging at times (laughs) um but yeah I mean I've just been I've been lucky in that I'm able to still work from home so Mm -hmm. I've been working full-time um just trying to keep my son occupied um and then yeah just trying to find different ways to kind of connect with people and stuff Mm -hmm. um obviously we're not wrestling at the moment so um like a lot of other mothers in their 30 Mm -hmm. I took to TikTok and started doing some Uh, of that (laughs) oh yeah that is true yeah um so yeah just kind of finding other ways to to connect with the fans and stuff and just keep myself sane really (laughs) (laughs) that's true now have you like officially become addicted to tiktok yet or do you kind of have that under control i mean i'm i'm kind of on and off with it i'm not as regular so i'm known i'm not on there daily okay good because Um, yeah not not an addict yet but i do have quite an addictive personality so i have to check myself with these trust (laughs) me you think that at least with multiple people you think that oh this is just something i can turn on and off like you're doing now but once you actually start for a couple hours you're like oh my gosh it's been three hours you've been scrolling or creating content it's like no so stay away I know, and some of it is so like so funny. I and, know, like, so creative that you you do find yourself down a hole at times. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you know, yeah. be- before all this lockdown and stuff, how did you actually balance being a mother and a wrestler? That had to have been so difficult. Um, it's I've got a really good like support network. Okay. So like, my family are really good for for babysitting while I'm off wrestling and at shows and stuff. Um I also work full time so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of it's trying to balance it all. It's um I'm never bored, put it that way. Fair enough. <laughs> now you did actually take a two year hiatus slash retirement before returning last year, but during that time did you do anything noteworthy? I bet a majority of it was like working and taking care of your son, but was there anything else like noteworthy? Like did you travel anywhere or what? Um, no, so I kinda yeah, I I stopped sort of because of, mm-hmm. of my son and the age he was at and you know, it's very hard to explain to one, two year old yeah. um where mummy's going all the time. So yeah, I I wouldn't say there was anything out of the norm. I just I spent a couple okay. of years just being kind of a, a normal mum, mm-hmm. which was <laughs> it was nice. But it was also nice to get back to doing Mm -hmm. something that was just for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I'd been wrestling since a really young age. Yeah. So it was a bit bit of a culture shock, I think. Yeah, you've kind of grown up with wrestling, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And you know, during that time, when did you actually know you wanted to come back? Because I think you came back around late last year, correct? Yeah, so um, I started training again early last year, and then, yeah, Ah. I got back in the ring um, in, I want to say, November, maybe, October, November, or something like that. Um, Yeah, so, well, it kind of happened. It was was a bit strange. So my my best friend who used to wrestle, who's now my tag partner, she... Mm -hmm. um, she just she really wanted to get back into it um I think for the same sort of reasons and that she didn't really have anything that she just did for herself and she'd always kind of wanted to come back to wrestling and just hadn't done it and I don't know she sort of talked me into it <laughs> but then I, I guess as soon as I got there I realized that that's exactly where I wanted to be <laughs> um so yeah I don't think um wrestling's ever completely off the agenda for yeah. me I think um my path will always be intertwined with wrestling in some way. <laughs> yeah, too, and you're you're still kind. Of, you're only like thirty, thirty one. So you're you're not even. You're totally yeah. not. You still got many, many years left if you choose to, anyway. But yeah, definitely, hopefully. like always. Yeah, hopefully, you never know, and like injuries and all that. But yeah, yeah. Now, how did it actually feel to finally return to the ring last year? Did you feel rusty, or did it kind of just feel like you never left? It was different to so when I. When I pre- previously had like a number of months off um, mm. when I was pregnant, I came back and it sort of, it felt like I had to relearn everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time it kind of, even though it was a longer break, it felt more natural. Um, and I don't really know what that's down to. Just maybe age and, and confidence, more confidence in yourself. Like, um, But yeah, it it kind of felt like I was sort of back to normal fairly quickly. Um, there was... A bit of ring rust, yeah, but no, I I sort of feel like I got back into the swing of it more easily the second time around. Mm -hmm. And you know, you talk about this confidence being back in the ring, coming with age. Do you think that age is truly a factor in being more confident in the ring, or do you think you've just gradually gained confidence as the years go on and like that? Um, I think age plays a part in it, definitely. I haven't always been the most confident performer Mm -hmm. or like had the most self-esteem and I think the older I get the less I worry about things Mm -hmm. and um you know I'm now kind of got this mentality where I'm just like you know if I think of something I'll just try it because the worst that can happen is it doesn't work and I try something else Mm -hmm. but um that's not something that I could have done 10 years ago and I think it it, I think it is age more than more than anything else Mm -hmm. um but yeah so so it's not all bad being 30 <laughs> <laughs> not at all now something i'm also very curious to know is i'm not from the uk or scotland so i'm actually curious of where you got your nickname the siren where did it actually come from you know it's i don't know it's, my old gimmick was sort of you know this really sort of glamorous kind of mm-hmm. i really just emulated the divas that i grew up watching yes um so yeah i really leaned into the whole sort of glamour thing and the siren moniker sort of came along with that. I don't really know the definitive point where it started getting used. Um, okay. I believe it was somebody that I was training with that, that came up with it for me. So I can't even take credit. <laughs> <laughs> but it has just stuck all those years. Um, yeah, although I, I feel like now that I'm in my 30s, I should probably find a, a new <laughs> new nickname. Well, um, but yeah, it's so not not me. I can't take credit for it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you've also been deemed the first lady of Scottish wrestling, and that's a huge title to have and to earn, but how does it actually feel to you to kind of be deemed as Scottish wrestling royalty? 
it's nice in a way because there's so many girls since that mm-hmm. have gone on to do so many amazing things. Obviously, you've got a whole bunch of the Scottish girls like doing so well in WWE, and mm-hmm. just there's loads of girls doing well all over the place. Really, like working everywhere, and it's nice to have been like even a small part of their journey. I think like is the way that I look at it is it's nice to have been just along for the ride for all those people. Um, yeah, it's it's it feels it feels nice. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, talking about yourself though, you seem so selfless to me as you're kind of talking to just to be selfish just for a moment. What are some of your goals that you like want to achieve in maybe the next like five, ten years? What do, what does Sarah Marie Taylor want to accomplish? Um, I'd really like to get sort of a more established women's tag team scene yeah. in Scotland mm-hmm. um, because I'm now wrestling as a tag wrestler again. Um, so I'd really like to see that happen. I'd like to try and push for that in a few promotions. Um, I'm really, I just want to keep having fun and keep enjoying it because tagging with my friend that I am now is mm-hmm. kind of the most fun I've had in a really long time. <laughs> so I just want to keep having fun. Um, I'd really love to do a bit more traveling once we're able to, once we have some of that freedom again. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'd love to, you know, even come to the States and stuff. I've never wrestled there. I think it would be amazing to kind of try and achieve some of those goals um and other than that I kind of want to get more into teaching and because I've done a little bit of coaching here Mm -hmm. and there and it's not been massively structured or something that I've put a lot of time into but I've recently been sort of studying sports coaching and I'm looking forward to kind of taking on a more I'm kind of role that means I can give something back to wrestling absolutely Um, yeah and you know, it's funny that you bring up like tag team titles and tag team wrestling in Scotland because I actually recently spoke with uh, Molly Spartan and Casey Owens, who are kind of known as the She Wolves over there. And we were yeah. talking about like how we want some women's tag titles because there's like you guys, there's the She Wolves, the um, Pretty Little Killers are in the UK too as well. Um, I know Angel Hayes and Rosie Knight are coming up as a tag team. So I feel like there's been a lot more influx of women's tag teams lately so like why not it doesn't even necessarily have to be a women's tag team titles there just needs to be more opportunities for women's to for women to go for like tag team titles so do you like foresee that happening anytime soon i mean i know everything's closed down but has there been any talks about that at all um i'm not sure really in terms of like in specific promotions i know that um our all women's promotion in Scotland, Fierce Females. Yes. I'm sure that that must be on their agenda because um, they're so kind of forward thinking about stuff like that. True. And they have so many tag teams that are kind of established tag teams mm-hmm. rather than just people they're throwing together mm-hmm. um, on the shows. So I, <clears throat> I can't see why that wouldn't happen there at some point. Yeah. True. And you know, you've been in this business for 15, 16 years now, so you're obviously a solidified veteran. But for you growing up, what were who were some of the veterans that you looked up to on the UK scene while you were coming up through the ranks? So Paige, who would have been Brittany ah, Knight mm-hmm. at the time, although she is uh, younger than me, had been yeah. wrestling longer than me. And I, I wrestled her quite a bit um, in my early years um and she was just even at the age of 14 i mean she was just brilliant she carried me through all those matches um she she just knew wrestling and i benefited so much from those matches 
Now, what would you say has been the different biggest difference in the wrestling landscape from when you first started in 2004, 2005, and now in 2020? Um, in terms of women, just the sheer number. I mean, I felt quite alone to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was um, there was only really a few of us. And then to see the, the number of women on the scene now is just incredible. And to be getting the opportunities and the exposure that we are now is is just not something that I couldn't have dreamed about 15 years ago. It's incredible and it just makes me really happy to see. Absolutely, too. And you know, you talk about there not being a lot of women when you were coming up, but a, a woman who came up around a couple years before you, who I think you actually tra- were trained by, was Jetta. It's Were you actually trained partially by Jetta? Um, no, I, okay. so she was down south, but I did, to, I did do a few kind of her sessions mm-hmm. that she did up here, ah. um, and they were just incredible, yeah. Jetta is just she just she just gets wrestling. She's just brilliant and um and such a personality. Like <laughs> I know. Um, she was just an absolute joy to be around and just even being in like around her and spending time with her, you learn so much. So now earlier this year you had an epic battle against the amongst the Taylors at Fierce Females with you, Sarah Marie Taylor, versus up and comer Hannah Taylor. So how was that match dynamic for you? Um, that was so that was the last match I had actually yeah. before the <laughs> lockdown, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was it was great. We're ob- obviously wrestle completely different styles, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that Hannah is going to go on and do massive things because she's so talented. Um, and yeah, again, I'm just I'm glad I got the opportunity to wrestle her. Um. Because that was the first, that's the only time I've mm-hmm. worked with her. So, yeah, it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. I'm curious to know with, like, it was kind of Taylor versus Taylor. Did the crowd feed into that kind of, like, fun moment at all, you know? No, I think there okay. was a little bit online about it, but not so mm-hmm. much. I think once I go out at Fierce Females, the crowd's very heavily centered on um, giving me abuse. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> completely merited. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't a lot of the kind of Taylor versus Taylor um, going on in the crowd. But Now, this was actually your first time back to the main show, main show in Fierce Females in, like, years, correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. How did that actually feel to finally be back in a promotion that you've worked with for such a long time? It was really nice um, because some of my favourite matches I've ever had were Fierce Females and I've always been given kind of free reign and a platform to do whatever I want. They're really good at like the girls going to them with creative ideas and they're so good at just letting you run with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has been um, the scene of of many of my favourite moments in wrestling. So it was really nice to be back, but at the same time, it's so, so different (laughs) from before. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, all the the roster are different and, you know, different management and stuff, but it's so nice. It's it's such a supportive environment and empowering environment. Um, So, yeah, I love being there. Now, you were also the SSW Diamonds champion for five and a half years. So does that, I'm just curious to know, does that championship hold any particular significance for you to hold it for so long? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I had it for the five years, Mm -hmm. a year of that. Um, I was out because I was pregnant. I I suppose technically. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, 
yeah, it allowed me to have a lot of matches, particularly with a lot of the newer girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrestled like Angel Hayes yep. a lot. Um, and Emily Hayden, I, I've, I've wrestled her so much now. Um, and yeah, I got given the opportunity to have those matches. Yeah. And so I, I had a lot of, a lot of fun there and got a lot of good experience. Now, do you have any plans on regaining it from current champ Angel Hayes? Um, so that promotion isn't actually running anymore. Ah, okay. Um, so yeah, so no, no, no plans. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't see. I don't know everything because I'm over here in the states. But yeah. I thank you for informing me. <laughs> oh, they need to update their website then. Uh, cage yeah. match sometimes isn't uh, certainly up to date. But thank you for informing me. <laughs> no problem now is there any certain match stipulation that you want to tackle that you necessarily haven't yet um do you know i i really would like to just have some more gimmick matches because i've kind of not had any for such a long time (laughs) i think pre sort of my two-year hiatus the last match was a sort of no disqualification match which was was good but um i don't know i've I kind of, I'd like to maybe try another ladder match um, Mm -hmm. and just some of the stuff that I've done in the past that I've not done in the recent times at all. Um, So, yeah. And, you know, if you're ever having an off day on the day of a show, is there a certain way you kind of like to lift yourself up before you go out there before your match? I guess now um, it's a bit easier for me. I, I have grown up with quite bad anxiety. So Mm -hmm. there was all, there has been times over the years where, I'd be at a show and I just my head just wouldn't be in it and um, I was really lucky to work with girls who knew me so well and work with them so frequently that they were able to just carry me through that and I'm grateful for that Um, now I think again it comes with age I think my confidence kind of allows me to Mm -hmm. just go right I know what this is and the worst that can happen is I go out there and it's a disaster. <laughs> but you know what? Nothing's going to happen. Like, it's not the end of the world. Um, and so I'm, I'm in a better place to deal with it now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is there any particular songs or, you know, artists who kind of amp you up and kind of empower you through a workout? Oh, um, I'm trying to think what's on my current workout playlist. <laughs> you can I've look if you lot. need to. I've got a lot of sort of the pretty reckless and and oh. storm and stuff like that. Um, oh, I love Taylor Momsen. Yeah, oh. um, so a little bit of a, a rock chick at heart, I think. <laughs> and you know what are what do you think is the greatest piece of advice you've received throughout your wrestling tenure? I think probably just in terms of your character, if you can put as much of yourself into it as possible, it's easier to kind of you know, go out there and you, I think the the best thing I've heard when people talk about character is just it's the best thing to do is be yourself and just turn up the volume by 10. And <laughs> and I think that's what I've kind of tried to do with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go out and I'm just me, but just over the top, <laughs> ridiculous. And, uh, and it just works. And I think um, I had a lot of practice with the character and mm-hmm. because I valeted for a while yes. before wrestling. And I was fortunate to have that experience because it meant that by the time I actually got in the ring and had to do the moves, mm-hmm. I had the character part down. And um, yeah, that's kind of served me well. 
And, you know, you kind of said at the beginning of this that you want to kind of change your nickname for your character and kind of evolve your character further. So have you actively thought of any plans you want to kind of turn your character into or kind of reinvent your character at all? Or where do you see your character going since you kind of want to change, kind of step away from that siren? Um, I think... I think I kind of, well, I think my character sort of changed over the years. Mm -hmm. And I think to begin with, I just, as I said, I kind of emulated the divas that I saw on screen. Yes. And then then I went heavy into the sort of glamorous thing and um, the siren thing. And then I think since then, sort of having been around for so long (laughs) and yeah, I think my character has changed. I don't know if I I have any particular nicknames in my (laughs) term. But yeah, just I think my character has changed quite maybe subtly, not not dramatically. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm I'm now the sort of thirty year old that still thinks they're they're the glamorous twenty year old. There's nothing <laughs> wrong then, with that. <laughs> but I think it makes for, you know, it's a bit of comedy mm-hmm. and it, yeah, and I I'm having fun. So I mean, comedy wrestling. Sometimes, see, see, the thing is, one of my favorite things is that comedy wrestling because, like, wrestling, yeah, sometimes can be serious. You can have amazing matches, but you need that comedy res- wrestling or gimmick, whatever, to like have some entertainment and have some fun, you know. So there is. Yeah. I hate when people like shit on that but it's so so fun you can be so creative with comedy wrestling you know it's so fun so invigorating absolutely and i mean like all i want to do is make people laugh Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's um i think that's my place in wrestling definitely is there a certain moment in your career then that stands out is there a certain moment you think you had the most fun doing and that the crowd would just loved it I don't know about loved it, but I know like the end of um, the last match I had with mm-hmm. Emily Hayden, myself and Brandy, my tag partner, sort of got in the ring and started flossing, and the crowd hated it, but oh. it was hilarious. <laughs> and it was just that way where it was like, it was so annoying mm. but so funny yeah, that there, you could see adults laughing and kids like <laughs> raging. <laughs> like what are these? Pe- what are these girls doing? That's funny. <laughs> yeah doing it really badly as well. <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta have fun sometimes, though. Wrestling can't always be serious. There has to be some light humor somewhere in the show. So thank you for taking that time to bring some comedy and joy, even if the kids didn't like it. At least the adults enjoyed it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, lastly, is there any up-and-coming talent in the world you think people need to be paying attention more to? wow there's so many and um like being back with fierce females now i've seen so mm-hmm. many girls that i just think wow they're just gonna be huge they're incredible um oh there's so many i, I don't know where to begin listing people um, so yeah chantal jordan mm-hmm. um, angel hayes little miss roxy mm-hmm. rio um i'm gonna miss someone out which i'm gonna feel guilty about but um lucia lee there's just, there's mm-hmm. so many of them that I, I would love to work at some point. And um, Giselle Shaw, of course, yes. like, is doing great. She's doing um, amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and quite rightfully, like, she's she's brilliant. Um, yeah, just, I would just advise everyone to go and watch some Fierce Females and, yeah, 
check out the girls there because they're all incredible. I know. I've I've been watching uh, more fierce females recently, and I love. I'm I'm sad that like stuff isn't back, but you know, once it is back, I feel like everyone will just be able to finally sit down and enjoy it. Yeah, and I think after so long of not being able to do what everyone loves, like I think that everyone will have their be bringing their a game. I think there'll be some amazing, amazing stuff come from this. Yeah, for sure. And before I let you go, can you please just tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Um, Yeah, so I am on Twitter. I'm Siren Sarah. Instagram, I'm Sarah Marie Taylor. And if if you're this way inclined, please do feel free to check out um, our tag team TikTok, (laughs) which is Cirque Doolit. Can you spell that out just for the listeners? Yeah, of course, yeah. So that's C-I-R-Q-U-E and then do D-U-L-I-T. L-I-T. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Sarah. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you.